Hi, I'm Chris McBrien. And I'm Derek Myers. Here at Pop Goes Your World, we've received a lot of great feedback on how much people enjoy the trivia segments that we do at the end of every episode. So we've decided to go back and put together compilations of the Fun with Yancey and Fun with Caveman segments we've done over the years as a set of bonus episodes. We hope you enjoy the fun. Episode 15, My Favorite Year. Fun with Yancey. Okay, so this week what I decided, what I thought what might be a kind of a fun thing to do, Yancey, was you, you know, I usually mess with the millennial, as I like to call this segment, right? Mm-hmm. But what I thought I would do this week is instead, <clears throat> why don't you ask me some questions, trivia questions about my favorite year, 1981, and I'll ask you some questions about your favorite year, 1999. What do you think of that? I think that's fair. I think I think that is something that I can do. Okay, so let's do that. So so <laughs> so I'm gonna I'm gonna ask you some questions about 1999. So I'll start off first. All right. I'll, okay. Uh, yes. So okay. So very very simple simple question. We've talked about movies already. You've mentioned all kinds of them, but in 1999, which film won the Oscar for Best Picture? Oh, um, is it some weird film? Mm, is yeah. it The Sixth Sense? I'm just gonna guess and say Sixth Sense. <laughs> No, I'm sorry. It was American Beauty. Oh, that's a travesty. Yes, it was American Beauty one. Now, The Sixth Sense was nominated. And I'll give you a bonus question. I'll give you a bonus one, though, if you can name one of the other three movies that was nominated along with The Sixth Sense and American Beauty. Uh, um, Can I? I I, I can't offhand. No, I can't. Uh, the, The Cider House Rules, The Green Mile, and The Insider were also nominated that year. Oh, okay. Uh, anyway, okay. So, uh, Pokemon is uh, something that you have, you know, claimed to like, and you know, um, it, it became all the rage, you know, back in that time. But uh, this toy actually was more popular than Pokemon in 1999, with over 14 million sold in the U.S. alone. This toy dominated the pop culture landscape in 1999. Yancey, can you name it? Uh, I'm trying to think if it's it's either a Furby or a Beanie Baby. <laughs> It's a Furby. Uh, it's a Furby. It's a Furby, yes. Good for you. Nice. Okay. Yes. The most popular TV show of 1999 was maybe surprisingly not Friends or even ER. Instead, this show took the nation and the ratings by storm. Yancey, can you name the most popular TV show from 1999? Is it Who Wants to Be a Millionaire? Very good. Yes. yes. Very All clutch. right. Every year, as you know, Billboard magazine comes out with their top Hot 100 songs, right? Mm-hmm. Can you name the number one song according to Billboard magazine for 1999? Was it Britney Spears? Baby, one more time. Ooh, no, I'm sorry. It wasn't. It was Believe by Cher. Excuse me? Yes. That's the number one song. Yes. <laughs> um, okay. So uh, the Blair Witch Project. You know, we mentioned yes. that before. You like it. It cost about $60,000 to produce the film. It raked in domestically over $140 million at the box office. So it made it one of the most profitable independent films in the history of cinema. Uh, however, even with all that success, The Blair Witch Project was not the most successful film at the box office in 1999. Here's an easy one. Can you name the movie that made more money than any other movie that year? In 1999. Yeah. The top grossing film? The top grossing film domestically from 1999 is? Oh, I feel like I knew. You've mentioned it already. You've you've mentioned it already on the show so far tonight. Not The Sixth Sense. Nope. Uh, 
Sorry, it's Star Wars Episode One: The Phantom Menace. Oh, that's so stupid. Of course, I should have said Star Wars. Four hundred seventy-four million dollars domestically. There you go. Oh, just half a billion dollars. Yeah, no big nothing deal. major. No big deal, especially back in '99. <laughs> so, okay, over to you. So, what have you got for me, sir? Okay, so you mentioned uh, Reagan a little bit earlier. Yes. Right. So you're obviously a Canadian, but you're very brushed up on yes. American, you know, do. pop yep. culture and yep. stuff. Absolutely. Uh, can you name the Prime Minister of Canada in 1981? 1981 was Pierre Trudeau. Pierre Elliott Pierre Trudeau, Tr- whose son okay. now is the Prime Minister, Justin Trudeau. Wow, you you did know that. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. The first space shuttle launched in 1981. Do you know what the name of it was? Uh, it Was it Challenger? It was not. Oh, it was actually the it was Columbia. The, it was the Columbia. Okay, yes, you're right. Yep, that was yep. the first year they launched the space shuttle. You're right. Oh, good yep. for you. Yep. All right. Next question. You mentioned earlier about MTV. first of all, we're, it's a pop culture show, and I'm getting politics and space travel, so it's all good. Hey, everything is pop culture. That's all. The, <laughs> that's all the pop culture realm. Okay. No, I'll take it. Bring it on. All right. All right. Uh, MTV. You said obviously made its debut on it uh, August 1st of 1981. Yeah. The very first song that they played, the very first music video, was "Video Killed the Radio Star." Yep. Can you name the second? The second? Oh, I thought you were going to name the band, the Buggles. Uh, so it was the second video that was played on there. Yes. Um, I'm going to take a crack and see. Because the thing at the, at the time, there obviously wasn't a lot of music videos around. So I'll go with, uh, I don't know, Betty Davis Eyes? Nope. It was uh, Pat Benatar's You Better Run. Oh, wow. Yep. Everybody knows the first one. I yeah. even knew the first one when I was looking it up. But the yeah. second one, you know, you know, it's like everybody knows Neil Armstrong was the first guy that walked on the moon. You know what I mean? So Blondie had two songs reach number one in 1981. Can you name both singles? Uh, well, one would have been Rapture and the other one would be The Tide is High. Okay, that makes me feel like that was a lot easier than I... Oh, yes. <laughs> okay. All right, one of my favorite bands, my favorite classic rock bands, which I'm kind of embarrassed to you know, admit this, but uh, Styx, they released a very commercially successful album with such hits as Too Much Time on My Hands and The Best of Times. My high school marching band, we actually did a whole halftime show one year off of just this album. Can you name what the album is? Oh, Paradise Theater. Yep. All right. You got the <laughs> ooh, two. Ooh, All right. Last last well, question. One more. Last okay. Question. Bring it on. Yeah. I know you love Raiders of the Lost Ark. It's, I, you, I do. You talk about it all the time. Okay. Yes, I do like that movie. So. The opening scene in yep. the lost South South American temple is partially based on which classic Disney storyline written by the legendary artist Carl Barks? Oh, goodness gracious. That is a good question that I do not know the answer to. It's actually based off of Disney Ducks. It's where Donald Duck, Scrooge McDuck, and his three nephews all avoid similar fates in the South American jungle. Wow. So they so the the parts of like Satipo and all that were like based on the ducks. It's Go figure. Literally pulled from Forestall a Donald Duck story. Wow. Yeah. Go figure. Who knew? Who would have known that kind of thing? Anyway. Episode sixteen. One hit wonders. Fun with Yancey. Okay, here we go. Okay, I'm gonna go easy on this week. I I think I'm gonna go easy on you. Well we'll find out. Okay. The first rap song to enter the U.S. top 40 didn't happen in the 90s. It didn't even happen in the 1980s. You have to go all the way back to the fall of 1979. And although the radio edit was four minutes and 55 seconds, the 12-inch single was a full 15 minutes long. Well, 14 minutes, 27 seconds to be exact. Mm -hmm. And although this song had huge success and it's often seen as a watershed moment in rap, uh, entering the mainstream, that's for sure, um, the band that released the song, they were never able to repeat their original success. Yancey, can you name the song? that started it all for the rap genre. Um, I can't remember the song, but is it Sugar Hill Gang? It is, and it's Rapper's Delight. Oh, Rapper's Delight. Yes, yeah, I did By the know Sugar that Hill Gang. So I'll, I'll give it to you. Okay. Okay. All right. So this song, by The Vapors, their only hit single, 
was released in 1980. Although the band denies it, rumors exist that the title of the song is a euphemism for masturbation. Oh my. Can you name the song? It's <laughs> Yes, I can. <laughs> Yes, it's a uh, turning Japanese, right? Very good. Yes, <laughs> it is. Yeah, okay. Wow, I forgot about that uh-huh. one. Seriously. Yeah. Okay. So, sharing the same name as a Van Halen song from 1984, this song was released by a child rap duo in 1992. The duo never again found musical success, making them a one-hit wonder and on their way of finding themselves onto the, our podcast here. Um, another thing they never found either was pants that ever fit them. Uh, can you name this one-hit wonder from 1992? You said it was a Van Halen song? Uh, it's, it shares the same name as a Van Halen song. So it's it's Jump by Criss Cross, right? Yes, Daddy Back will make you. Criss Cross will make you. Very, very good. Congratulations. Okay, this song was originally really... You're doing very well tonight, by the way. Very, very proud. I'm telling you, this is my jam, man. This Seriously, is, man. Since you said we wanted to do this, I was like, let's do it. Oh, this man, is music, it. I tell you, you're getting them all. Okay, so this song was originally re- released in Germany, Yancey. Uh, when it came to America, English year- lyrics were recorded, and the color red was added into the title, replacing the word air from the German title. Also in the title was the number worn. You mentioned hockey earlier. I'm going to give you a hint. There was a number in the title that was worn by hockey superstar Wayne Gretzky during his professional career. Can you name this uh, one-hit wonder by Nina? Oh, 99 Red Balloons. Yes. Yeah, so you, you said Nina. Ah, like I know. I gave it to you there. Okay, here's another gimme, okay? This one's right up your alley. This song by Rob Bass and DJ Easy Rock peaked at number three on the Billboard charts in 1988. Rob Bass? Yes, Rob Bass and DJ Easy Rock. Mm. This song in 1988 was their only hit single of all time. Uh, I feel like I should know this, but I, I don't know, Chris. It takes two to make a thing go right. Oh, my, my, my. <laughs> <laughs> you know the song I'm talking about, don't you? You okay? You yeah, oh, yeah, well, yeah, I, I, yeah, I did. I, I almost I almost, <laughs> uh, almost threw my back out on that one. But yeah, I did it. It takes two, obviously, is the song. So, oh, wow. uh, you know, so once again, you know, you bring you bring the music and I just uh, I bring the, the singing, which is I got to stop doing because it just didn't work it out. Episode 17, Sports Movies. Fun with Yancey. Okay, in the history of the Academy Awards, Yancey, three sports films have walked away with the Oscar for Best Picture. Name just one of them. The Wrestler. I'll give you another shot at Three movies have taken home the Oscar for Best Picture. Can you name any one of the three that, that are about sports in any way? Rocky. Right, congratulations. There we go. I gave you a second chance and you got it. Yes. Rocky in 1976, Chariots of Fire in 1981, and Million uh-huh. Million Dollar Baby in 2004. Was I actually should have known Million Dollar Baby because my wife and I were just talking about her. Yeah, and when that's, that's, that's from your time, right? Okay, so I'm going to give you an easy one for you. So it's a softball lob, all right? Okay, so in Moneyball, Billy Bean is the general manager of the Oakland Athletics. Correct. The movie ends with Billy Bean meeting with which other MLB team. The Red Sox. Ding, ding, ding. Yes, all right. In, in the 1976 film Rocky, which, as we know, won Best Picture Oscar, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, so in Rocky, what was the name of the champ that Rocky Balboa fights in the climactic final scene of the film? Uh, <laughs> I really should know this. This is, like, so bad. Uh, I can't remember. What is it? Apollo Creed. Yeah, I knew oh, that as soon okay. as you said that. Well, I'll tell you what. We'll stay with Apollo Creed here for a second. Carl Weathers. 
okay? Mm-hmm. Played Apollo Creed. He also appeared in another sports movie in 1996. This time, he played a character named Chubbs Peterson. Can you name the movie? Chubbs Peterson. Chubbs Peterson. Mm, I can see his face. I can see his character, but I can't remember the name of the movie. Damn alligator bit off my hand. Oh, it, it's, it's not Happy Gilmore, is it? Yes, no, no, no. it is. Yeah, it's it's Happy Gilmore. Yes. Okay. All right. Very good. Okay. Yes. In this 2005 movie, you should be able to get this one, Yancey. Right up your alley. Okay, 2005 movie. In this movie, the script actually called for the Boston Red Sox to lose the World Series. However, after the team won the World Series in 2004, the script was changed. Can you name the movie? Is it Fever Pitch? Hey, ladies and gentlemen. Shazam! Whoa, break of the goods. So you, <laughs> obviously, you obviously saw the movie. You saw Fever Pitch? Um, I did. I think I saw it in theaters, actually. Yeah, it wasn't very good. No, it wasn't. It was corny as hell. You know what was a good sports movie, though? Uh... No, what? The fish that saved Pittsburgh. Whoa, <laughs> whoa, whoa, whoa. <laughs> Episode 18, that's a wrap. Fun with Yancey. Okay, so this week, I'm going to keep things really simple, okay? I'll tell you what we're yes. going to do. Really, really easy this week. I'm going to give you a rapper's real name, the one he was born with. Oh, God. You give me. His, <laughs> you see if you can give me his stage name. Okay, you got it? Super easy, okay? Okay, yes. I'm going to start you with a super yes. easy one. Sean Combs. Puff Daddy. Oh yeah, I would have also accepted P. Diddy. But yes, very, very good. Well, okay. well it was it was it was Sean Combs, it was Puff Daddy, it was Diddy, it was yeah. P. Diddy. Exactly. It was, okay, yeah. Okay, here's another gimme for you, okay? Marshall Bruce Mathers the third. I didn't know that he was a third or that his middle name was Bruce, but that is uh your boy Eminem. That's correct. Okay. Calvin Cortazar Bradus. Junior. Uh, Calvin. Calvin Broadus Junior. Uh, it's a fantastic name, but I I don't know who it is. It's Snoop Dogg. What? That's really, yep. <laughs> okay. Wow. Here's one for you. Tupac Shakur. Okay, he never changed his name. Forget that one. <laughs> Just having fun. With you. <laughs> Messing with the millennial. That's the name of the segment. Uh, yeah, he's his name is actually Tupac Shakur. Uh, okay, here's an easy one for you too. Hopefully, Curtis James Jackson the third. Curtis. Oh, uh, Fifty Cent. Oh, good. Oh boy, I tell you. Okay, here's one. Tracy Marrow. Tracy Marrow. Tracy Marrow. Hmm. I I don't know. Ice tea. There's oh. the T. Yeah. yeah. I knew it had to have some All sort of... All right. How about this one? Sean Corey Carter. Oh, Sean Carter. Um, Jay-Z. Yay. Very good. Okay. A little bit harder. Percy Robert Miller. Percy Miller. Percy. Percy. Oh, as soon as you say this, it's going to like tilt me so bad. I he, do know this. Just he, ended, he, ended up try, he ended up trying out for the Raptors. Oh. Uh... <laughs> Trying out for the yeah, Raptors? Yeah, he, tri- he tried out for the Toronto Raptors at one point. Master P. Oh, okay. No, okay. I was thinking of something else. How about O'Shea Jackson? O'Shea Jackson? Yeah. I don't know. Ice Cube. And one last one. Easy one. Mm. Christopher. I feel I should have I should have known that. Yeah, Christopher George Latour Wallace. Chris Christopher? Wallace. Chris Wallace. Uh Man, I don't know, Chris. 
B-I-G-P-O-P-P-A. I'm telling you, it's notorious B-I-G, man. Okay, and then, I really should know that. That's horrible. Yeah. Okay, so one last question for you, and it's not name-related either. So obviously in a lot of rap songs, they, they talk about a lot of material items, right? You know what I mean? So right. like, my question for you is, which one is best? You know, cars, money, diamonds, houses, all the material items ever mentioned in rap songs, which single item is the best? Uh, cars and clothes, money rolls. That's all my. No, I'm, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Actually, it's it's it. You you want you know want to know what it is? It's what is it? Neck full of gold. Oh my my my. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for listening to Pop Goes Your World. You can contact Chris and Derek at popgoesyourworld.com. Please take a minute and review the podcast on iTunes or wherever you download and listen to the show. 